There it is. There it is. Hello? Hello? Oh boy. Here we go. He ain't answering. Yo, what's up? Wow, I thought for sure you were not answering. Because it rang so many times? It rang almost the full amount of times before you before you give up. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. This is the podcast for people who do audio editing. Well, this is what happens in a quarantine society. You just pop the top on a on a soda, dude. I'm having a sudsy, icy, warm beverage. Icy warm. That's my favorite. Well, it's it's room temp, but it's a room temp Lacroix lemon, naturally essenced. Bitch. You know what I like to call uh, another name for room temp? Chug temp. <laughs> I like to get that coffee at chug temperature. Dude, when that coffee gets right where you know, like, when it gets to that point where you're like, if I don't take advantage of this coffee's seductive smile right now, I chug it. <laughs> yeah, <do> oh. <laughs> I'm like Genghis. I'm like Genghis Khan, and it's 1422, and I'm on the steps of Asia. I'm getting it. The steps of Asia. Wow. Do you know that one in every six human beings has the DNA of Genghis Khan. <laughs> Genghis Khan. By the way, I'm going to keep pronouncing it different <laughs> ways throughout the podcast. I think actually the correct pronunciation is Genghis Khan, but I'm going to call it Gengi. Gengi Khan. We should uh, introduce ourselves and say hi to everybody. Welcome to I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay. We're on yet another week of full-on lockdown. Not really, though. No, dude. We're not on full-on lockdown. We can leave our house. We can do what we need to do. We're basically doing exactly what we've always done, but we can now say we're on lockdown, but we're still doing what we've always done. The only difference is you're not on tour. I'm not on tour. Well, I can tell you one thing that I definitely did that I would not normally do, and that is I watched the entire season of Love is Blind, season one, and the recap episode. That's where you're not living your life to your fullest because quarantine or no quarantine, I watched Love is Blind all the way through in a day because <laughs> I loved it. What were the biggest surprises for you? Oh my God, dude. The wedding scene, when that dude said no to Giovanna, oh, yeah. I'm like, I was no, I've never been more shocked. The, the only thing I can relate it to is when fucking Ned Stark was beheaded in that first season of Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, they're going to kill him. No, he's going to, no, they're killing, they're killing, they killed him. Episode one also, season one episode Because he started, one. he started crying. I'm like, wait a minute. Is he crying because he's happy? Right. I don't think he's crying because he's happy. I think he's crying because he's about to say no. But then as soon as he said no, I was like, oh, I get it. And here's the thing, dude. Now that everybody knows how that show works, by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Love is Blind, you just got yourself fucked out of that show, by the way. Because if you haven't seen it, don't listen to everything you just heard. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, unhear everything that you just heard. Unhear everything you've heard. We've warned people that they need to check it out. I've been doing a lot on the socials with it. I've been doing some uh, live tweeting when we were watching some of the episodes. Oh, I, I say, I say, Senator, have you been on the socials? I do declare. Hold on, let me take a sip of my mint julep, Senator, before you tell me 
all of the work that you've been doing on them socials mm, my throat is parched i do say uh this ice lemonade will go down just fine <laughs> i feel like you're trying to do the fucking chicken that's on the fucking warner brothers commercial what's that what's the chicken 70 subity 70 habita dabity dabity huxtable sam or something <laughs> something weird like that <laughs> it's it's the name is exactly like Habity-dabity. Looney Tunes chicken <laughs> thing. That's my flow chart on this. Looney Tunes chicken thing. Foghorn leghorn. Foghorn leghorn. <laughs> Good God. What a name. Good night, dark continent. We are foghorn leghorn. Here's what I haven't been doing. Drinking coffee. So guess what that is? That's like me just putting water in a gas-fired engine. <laughs> like I'm like cranking the fucking... I'm like, it's easier. Click, click, click. I'm like, hmm, why is this engine not running smoothly? Oh, because no caffeine. Because uh, you're you're worried about panic attacks. Yeah, yeah. I was having. I was. I had a couple rough days. But here's what I know. I stopped reading the news on my phone and my iPad, and immediately, great results in terms of my general well-being. I can't recommend it highly enough. And this is what I know. This is what I've always known since Bill Hicks told me 20 years ago. The news that you need to know will find you. Otherwise, look outside. What's going on? Oh, the birds are singing? Oh, it's another beautiful day? It's okay. You don't need to keep up with the news. You know my problem? I watch too much news. I don't know if you've ever, ever, ever sat and watched CNN longer than, say, 20 hours in one day. <laughs> I've got to cut that out. You ever watch CNN headline news for any length of time? It's the most depressing fucking thing you will ever do. War, famine, death, AIDS, homeless, recession, depression. War, famine, death, AIDS. Then you look out your window, it's just... Where is all this shit happening, man? Ted Turner is making this shit up. Jane Fonda won't sleep with him. He runs to a typewriter. By 1992, we will all die of AIDS. Read that on the air. I don't get laid. Nobody gets laid. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing Jane Fonda. Will you fuck this guy so we can get some good news, please? I want to see a well-laid Ted Turner newscast. Hey, it's all going to work out. Here's sports. Yeah. And I've, kn I've known that my whole life. And anything important, I'm going to find out as soon as I talk to my friends. My friends, my friends. Listen to me, my friend. Mi amigo, mi amigo, my friend, my friend, my Dude, friend. have I done my friend with you? I've seen you do my friend before, yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't, once I start, I, I don't stop. <laughs> I, I was, I've been on stage with you during a My Friend episode that felt like it lasted, I don't know, 300 minutes. I've done it at Saxon Pub where literally I've done it for 20 minutes. Like, no, no joke. I've seen you do, like, the My Friend thing with Oliver, and then it sort of morphed into the maniacal laughter thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I remember it was a gig where Rachel Loy was playing bass too. And uh, I was in town just on tour and I just happened to sit in with you guys that night. And the, my friend, me amigo laugh, maniacal laughter bit went on so long. It really could have been the whole show. It was so funny. Well, if you do any sort of bit like that for more than five minutes, five minutes is an incredibly long time. But if you do 10 minutes, that seems like an hour. And if you do anything more than 10 minutes, you're basically Arkham Asylum. Right. Well, here's the deal. There's a certain algorithm there where the joke goes, you're still doing the joke, but the funny goes away in a big way. Funny go bye-bye. <laughs> but, but. Funny come back. You stick in there, funny come back. Funny come back, dude. <laughs> funny come back and funny come back real hard. Big. He big. He's like grown up now. And you're like. Funny go away. <laughs> yeah, funny go away for the summer. And you think it's like that. Yeah. Well, you think maybe I won't see funny again no more. Funny, no good no more. But then funny come back big. What was that Bill Murray movie where he like goes on that fucking vision quest, the Razor's Edge? Yeah. Funny go bye bye. Go on Razor's Edge tour. Come back. <laughs> know a lot more about the world and be real funny again. Funny, real smart now. Funny, no lot. But then eventually, even that funny go bye bye. That funny go bye bye too. But <laughs> that funny come back. Come back big. Uh... With that funny comeback, he old now. He old man funny now. Old wise funny comeback. He come back, and you be, and then when he come back that time, it's like that old old like ha 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 ha. It's like ha 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 ha. It's like when you're old old and you want to have sex, but you can't really, but you do anyway, and then you're like ha 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 ha. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That was your autobiography for sure. Yeah, one hundred. No, funny comeback. This is what this is the final level that funny comeback. Funny comeback Miyagi, and then you got funny comeback Miyagi style cutting a bonsai tree. You know this because you have a daughter, but my daughter will think of something funny and she'll say it, and it makes me laugh. She just immediately repeats it, and I feel like with my son, I would sort of pretend to laugh, but with my daughter, those days are done. So when she does it a second time, I go. Hey, beautiful princess daughter of mine, shit ain't funny the second time. Like, <laughs> like she knows what's funny and what's not funny. I have a very, there's a very um, particular word that I say where she knows that it's over, where I say, 
okay it's a very <laughs> it's the way the okay lands because she'll do the same thing because she's pretty funny i'm sure like scarlet and uh and it'll get a sincere laugh <clears throat> but then because she likes seeing me laugh she likes she likes seeing like oh this worked this worked with my dad i like to make my dad laugh she'll just do it a million times and i'll usually let it ride but then there's whatever point where i reach the end of that for me i do the uh okay and she, that's when it ends. She knows. She knows a very specific okay. Well, kids are smart, man. They they figure us out pretty hard. And then she, uh, does Scarlett do this where Nova will be like, Daddy, Daddy, remember when I said the thing? And it will have just happened. But she's on this whole, like, remember when kick. I'm like, yeah, I remember it. It just happened. I'm doing this thing now where I'm home. We're, the, the morning, I, I take the mornings. So we're doing homeschooling. Before, we would ship our daughter off to some stranger. And they would take care of her throughout the day from like 8 30 to like four like sometimes like most of the day which is the way you want it yeah you know it's the way the english did it the way they still do it and the proper the british <laughs> yeah yes so now daughter's there all day as you know because she's with you guys i'm sure right oh yeah so the way we've scheduled it is my wife's not a morning person and i am so i get the mornings and we do homeschooling in the morning uh, where we do like an art class and then when we'll draw something i'll show her how to draw something and then we spell it out and then she writes it out and she's really good at writing her letters but she's not good at all at knowing what the letters are <laughs> so today we did eagle i'd show her you know i like write out i go it's an e write out the a and then she just writes it out because she looks at it and she goes oh i know that letter and then we do letter review this is an e Okay, E, this is an A. Ah, this is a G. She like does all the, you know, phonetics. We get to that second E and I'm like, what letter is that? I beget, daddy, I beget. <laughs> I'm like, we just did it. It's the first letter that you did. It's in your name. E, oh, I know, but I beget. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that is. You always want your kids to be like Einstein and they're just not. Well, they're just normal. They're just normal kids. I know, but I don't want normal i want einstein i know well i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for you <laughs> don't wait are you saying you don't want your kid to be like super genius i don't know i swear to god i just want her to have a normal life i think about that more but yeah. but that comes at the cost of her really excelling at anything you know which i do want her to excel at things i want her to have a thing she's really great at this is a dicey subject especially in today's world of who gives a fuck okay but i've always believed this to be true i feel i feel like men because we're redundant have to succeed have to excel in whatever we do sort of like in nature where all the male birds have like these you know colorful feathers and stuff to attract the women and the women don't have to do shit so they're like gray or black or brown and they don't give a fuck they're not doing their hair they don't give a fuck in nature and I feel like with humans, it's kind of the same thing. Like women really don't need to excel in anything because they're all necessary for the procreation and survival of the species. That's my, uh, uh, how do you feel about it? It's dicey saying it. There's just so much to talk about there. And we're not really <laughs> evolutionary biologists, but because here's what is true. And this isn't controversial. Living organisms are exist with the sole purpose of propagating their genetics. So Sexual selection and sexual pressure deciding concurrently with environment is a big deciding factor of how life evolves and moves forward. And so 
You have ideas of like the evolution of beauty, of seeking out mates. A man is less likely to be with a female that he finds unattractive because she makes money or has a great personality. Whereas females are more likely to be with a guy that they're not attracted to physically or maybe don't even like that much. But if he can provide security, that's more meaningful to them, right? Sure. So that's basically what you're saying. There's a trade-off between what men and women look for in each other. I'm just saying men are not necessary. You only need one man. You only need one Genghis Khan. You don't need all the rest of the men. You just need one. Men know that at some subconscious level. We know that. And because of that, all men are our enemies de facto. That's the default is that all men are our enemies. And all women are possible places that we can, you know, survive and procreate. Uh, you know, and and move our genes forward. I just think because of that, men have evolved to be able to like really focus well and and do things that seem, you know, like, I don't know, write books, make buildings, the scientific discoveries, all kinds of shit like that, that for the most part, men have kind of dominated. Now, hear me out. If, if you're listening, hear the end of what I'm saying. What I truly believe is, which is women are smarter than men. I truly believe that. I think as a whole, women are able to take in more information and process more information than men are able to do. I, I just know that because I have a daughter and I have a wife and I'm around them all the time and I see what they do. And I'm like, I'm unable to do that. I don't have that kind of processing power in my brain. Now, the thing that I'm able to do that they're not great at is I'm able to focus my energy on one tiny little thing. And because I'm able to do that, it allows me to like... I don't know, write songs or fucking build a house or whatever the fuck it is I'm trying to do. At the end of the day in our society, people look at that and go, oh yeah, he, he was a great scientist. He was a great mathematician or whatever, fuck, whatever it is, because men are able to do that. But it doesn't mean they're smarter than women. It just means they're able to focus their energy in a precise way that looks smart, but, but it's not that smart. At the end of the day, I, I still think women are smarter than men on the whole. And again, there are exceptions to all the rules. The scales are so fucked up because women have been subjugated ever since human beings could get together. So there being more men scientists and architects and really more men anything, it's just hard to really measure that through time because women weren't treated like people until fairly recently. So it's just, you can't really look at time and say, well, why were most of the scientific discoveries not female or whatever it is? Why aren't there more women film directors and the list goes on. It's just hard to tell, you know? I think women, I, I do think men and women are different. They're biologically different, of course. They're emotionally different. They're wired for different things. They, we've served different purposes biologically for so long that each of us lean towards certain things. But in terms of intelligence, I don't know. I think it's probably pretty evenly split. I don't know. <laughs> you Here's what you do. You say a really offensive thing about women, then you kiss their ass at the end. I'm not willing to say anything offensive about them on the front end, nor am I willing to say that they're just on the whole smarter than us. So wait, wait, what, what, what did I, what did I say that was offensive? Well, you basically said that they don't focus as well as men. No, I said men are, uh, it is what you said. The, the people will easily be able to rewind this and hear what you said. <laughs> okay. Maybe I, I, I definitely said that men are able to focus, uh, on, uh, very, uh, small things, uh, Whereas women, I think, are more geared towards picking up a lot of information at one time. Like, when, I, I, I do believe that women do like look, coming into a situation and looking about and seeing what's going on, seeing what everybody's doing, where everybody is. 
And I don't think men are interested in that for the most part. That's not what interests me. What interests me is figuring out what I want to do, whatever task I want to perform and getting busy on that task, finding a problem, figuring out a solution and working on that solution. That's what I want to do as a man. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want to like, mm, what's going on here? What's everybody doing? What's everybody, blah, blah, blah. Even though I do, I do a lot of that just because that's the way I'm wired. I'm hypervigilant. Men and women both do that. Right. You know, I, I just don't see a big need to just parse it all out. I don't think that gets us much, you know? I do feel like there's a, di a big difference in the way conflict happens. Like the way I watch my wife play out conflict with her close friends and the way that I do it with my friends, there really is just a lot less bullshit <laughs> in my male relationships when there's conflict. You did this. I didn't like it. I didn't like that either. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to move forward and be friends? Or are we going to, is it this the end of the line? And then whatever decisions you negotiate with your male friends in those areas, you just do those things. Oh, well, that friendship ended. Oh, well. Or, ah, we made it through it. I forgave him. He did this to me. It sucked. I got confronted him, blah, blah, blah. Women's dynamics of that are so different, bro. So different. I really do think you can kind of look to evolution for everything. Like, if I go to the cave, you look at it and it's all very simple. Because my, I agree with you. My interactions with men are this. We can come to an agreement or I can try to kill you or you kill me. Oh, okay, we can't agree. Let's see who comes out on top. Okay, I just killed you. I guess I was right. Oh, you killed me? You were right. That's the way it works with men. You just figure it out, come to a solution, or you kill each other. Now, women, and again, because all men are redundant, fine. Half the guys can kill each other. Half the guys can kill the other half of the guys, and everything's still cool because you only need one guy. Now, for the tribe to survive, you need all the women. You need them all. So with women, they can't be like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill all these bitches in here because then guess what happens to the tribe? They die. Because one woman can't survive. It can't be like 10 guys and one chick in the cave because she, she can only have one baby a year. And most of those babies are going to die because they're getting eaten by tigers or bears or snakes or whatever the fuck's living in the cave that they're in. So women have to figure some other shit out. So they're like, well, Becky didn't do this, but, you know, you know, she's got a blah, 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 and habity, dibity, habity, doobity. And guys are like, well, <laughs> that's why I like The Bachelor. <laughs> Well, yeah, a guy, a guy will be like, well, I'll cut your arm off. I'll try to kill you, but then we'll go get a beer, and we will really, truly, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be just whatever needed to get worked out got worked out. It gets worked out. And then you almost there's almost like a strange respect, and then you just you either continue that bond or you go your separate ways, and it's all fine. And then a dude will never think of it again. There are things that, there are things that have happened to me that don't even occur to me anymore, big things, because I just put them in their place, deal with it, and move on. Whereas women will kill each other with time and with machinations and, you know, ruthless, ruthless shit. They're like they're like female Santas, man. They're keeping a list and checking it. Not twice. They're check. They're checking it twice hourly. Dude, a friend of mine is going through a really brutal divorce. They've been married for 20 years and stuff that like this thing he said to her in college 20 years ago about her she got like a she cut her hair really short and he kind of gave her a hard time about it because it looked weird that came up in court from 20 years now that's not that's something a dude would never do a dude would never be like well 20 years ago you said this one thing and it hurt my feelings women women take things and they just they, they put them in a little place and they just let it grow into a monster dudes are less likely to do that they'll just try to cut your your dick off and kill you in the cave here's what i'm never gonna try to do cut somebody's dick off in a fight here's what i'm gonna do kill them 
and then afterwards run away from this from from the corpse because i'm i don't want to dismember anybody and i definitely don't want to play around with their dicks well i mean metaphorically you want to keep you want to chop off the thing that's most important to them and you want to destroy them and you want to keep them from propagating their genetics i just want to kill all men who are encroaching on my biatches which is a lot of dudes (laughs) i used to tell my friends this like if you're ever watching the news and that tiny little scrolly, you know, they're doing the big news on the big screen, but then there's like that little scrolling marquee at the bottom with some like ancillary news. Right. If you're ever just sort of watching that and then you see the little scroll at the bottom, oh, and another news, Clint Wells becomes king of the world. I told all my dude friends, I'm like, you guys better all run for the hills. <laughs> yeah. Bob Sch- You better start figuring it out. <laughs> Bob here's Bob Schneider becomes ruler of the of the world. Guess what? Guess who's happy about that? Zero buddies. Yeah, nobody's happy because <laughs> <laughs> guess what i'm the ruler of the world i do whatever i want and louis ck talks about it in his in his special he goes if you could get away with murder like if there were no consequences everybody would have murdered somebody at some point right and it's true well here's the here's what i know about women uh if they don't like it they'll email us at is it Clint and Bob or Bob and Clint? Bob and Clint at gmail.com. Email us and give us your thoughts because you're women and you have different thoughts than I or Clint do. And we'd love to hear what you have to say about this subject. And then we can talk about it some more because that's what we like to do. We like to be inclusive on this podcast when we read emails. Brought to you by South by Southwest. I, I would like to hear from the women about it. My only thing for you all from the guy who reads all these emails, let's keep it brief. Let's just... Keep it brief now, baby. Yeah. All right, we're on the Patreon, too. There's all sorts of cool stuff over there. What else can we say, Bob, before we split? I got another podcast about Metallica called uh, Metal Up Your Podcast. You've got another podcast called The Song Club. What else is there? If you like this podcast, we really could use your help on Patreon. Um, it helps, uh, especially now. We don't. I don't have gigs. Uh, Clint doesn't have any gigs. So anything you can do to support us on Patreon would be helpful. Now, Patreon's a real bitch. If you just go there straight, it's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash I-O-K, the letters. And then that'll get you to our page. Now, if you can't find it that way, just go to the Instagram. Hopefully you can find it. Is it I'm okay on Instagram? What is it on Instagram? What is our... It's at Bob and Clint. At Bob and Clint. Ah! And so is Twitter. It's all at Bob and Clint. So at Bob and Clint on Twitter. That's what it's under. So if you can't find us at Patreon... Good luck finding us on the other places. And if you're already a a Patreon uh, subscriber, then join us here in a minute in the Secret Weekly, where we talk about stuff too controversial to talk about on this podcast. I'm literally just looking at my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting you take over here at the end. You're crushing it, bro. Woo! Yeah! Hold on. (laughs) 